There are five candidates running to challenge incumbent Kathy Murillo for Santa Barbara mayor. The mayor has seen a decline in polling and has lost major endorsements to challengers. KCSB's Robert Stark speaks with Newshawk's Joshua Molina about the significance of the election for Santa Barbara and the implication on the region and on issues including the housing crisis. Joshua Molina, uh, thanks for being on. Thank you, Robert. Appreciate it. Joshua, tell us about the candidates running to uh, unseat the current uh, Santa Barbara mayor, uh, Kathy Murillo. Yeah, so we have a large field. We've got five people who are challenging Santa Barbara Mayor Kathy Murillo. And it's interesting. There's about, there are three candidates who are sort of running serious campaigns. And then there are a couple, as there always are, who are, who are running, but they're not raising money and they're not really going to, you know, be formidable or have much of a shot of winning. But it does make for a, you know, really compelling scenario in terms of who might win. You know, we've got Mayor Kathy Maria, who's looking to get reelected. Uh, it'll be her second term as mayor. And, uh, you know, she's pretty much running on the fact that she's endorsed by the Santa Barbara County Democratic Party. She's backed by labor. Uh, she's a tenants rights advocate. She's a pro-housing advocate. She's an environmentalist, sort of that typical Democratic Party platform. But the other candidates are challenging her on the fact that they sort of feel as though she's out of touch with the, the city as it comes as it relates to the economics of the city, Santa Barbara, downtown revitalization. Uh, there's obviously an issue with homelessness that everybody's talking about. So we've got Mayor Kathy Murillo, who's sort of trying to say, hey, we're doing a good job. We're going to keep trying doing better. She's facing a serious challenge from Randy Rouse, who is a former city council member who is basically saying uh, cities lost its course. Uh, he wants to focus on homelessness. He wants to focus on building relationships with the business community, wants to look at how do we uh, how, how do we bring more stores to State Street and sort of reduce the amount of vacancies, uh, storefront va va uh, uh, vacancies? Now, Randy is a longtime Santa Barbara person. He used to own the Paradise Cafe. He's been on a number of committees and he's very well known. So he's got a legitimate shot here of pulling off the upset. He's raised about 233000 dollars So he's got a lot of money, more so than any other candidate. He's looking to unseat her, and he's running on the fact that, hey, Santa Barbara's lost its course. We need to do something. We need to take action. We need to make change. And again, even though it's a nonpartisan race, he is moderate, and he's sort of trying to say, hey, we need moderate people at the city, not not progressives, not 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 liberal uh, Democrats. This is a nonpartisan race, and we should have people who reflect the middle. Now, the next candidate there in that mix is James Joyce. James Joyce is a longtime legislative aide to Hannah Beth Jackson. He also used to do be a field rep for uh, former assembly member Doss Williams. James Joyce is trying to uh, squeeze in there and maybe have a shot of pulling off a really, really monumental upset. He is the starter of Coffee with the Black Guy. So he's been working on facilitating conversations about race. And so he's got a, a good following and people like him. Uh, he's been unable to really raise enough money, however, to sort of get his name out there in a way where he's going to appeal to the masses. Uh, he's got a good following and people like him, but elections are popularity contests and you've got to be able to appeal to people who don't know you are. The reality is 
We're coming off a recall election. A lot of time and energy was spent on that. That failed. And now we're going to another um, off-year city council mayoral election. So there aren't a lot of people who are going to be paying attention until the very last minute. So James Joyce has some support. Uh, he's got a little bit of momentum. And he's basically saying, hey, we need somebody who's new, who's visionary. He doesn't said young, but he's saying young. He's sort of trying to be the young progressive candidate who can take Santa Barbara in a new direction. And then we've got Deborah Schwartz, who's a Santa Barbara planning commissioner. She ran for city council about 10 years ago, unsuccessfully, uh, but she sort of rebuilt herself as sort of this really astute, knowledgeable planning commission chair. She's been the chair for a long time. Uh, she really knows city policy. She's probably legitimately the the most knowledgeable of all the candidates on uh, city policy and, and planning, uh, but she's having a little bit of a struggle because um, as knowledgeable as she is, she's sort of the person who you kind of want to hire to do the job, not necessarily the person who you want to be the candidate. She doesn't run a great campaign. Um, she's not necessarily revitalizing or or sort of uh, empowering and, and you know getting people excited about politics. So she's she's got some issues in terms of her presentation, and she sort of was uh, like a while ago, like a year ago, the candidate of the business community because she is well respected and knowledgeable. However, Randy Rouse jumped into the race and a lot of people have jumped from Ms. Schwartz to uh, to Randy. So, so Deborah Schwartz is a little bit on an island there. So if we're ranking it, we're sort of saying, you know, Kathy's still like the favorite and then Randy Rouse is right there next to her within striking distance. And then you've got a big gap. And then you've got uh, James Joyce and Deborah right next to each other, and they're very close. So um, that's sort of the order. We've got two other candidates um, as well uh, who are running. There's Mark, Mark uh, Whitehurst, who's a newspaper publisher, and uh, he got in very late, uh, not nearly as enough name recognition. Um, you know, he's going to peel some votes off of Randy Rouse probably. And then uh, we have Matt Kilrain, who's also running. And uh, he lives out on a boat. And he's sort of a, you know, a long shot candidate also not raising, not raising money at all either. Uh, how much of an issue do you think the debate about housing zoning, uh, slow versus uh, pro growth will have on the mayoral election? And among the candidates running, have certain candidates taken a stronger position, either for more housing or to limit density, or are many of them hesitant to take a strong stance, risking alienating one's uh, demographic? Everybody's for housing. It's just a question of where to put the housing. Um, there's this debate as to whether we want to put the housing downtown. So we want to build housing on second stories of uh, State Street buildings or infill and put in new buildings and build sort of these four-story places. Um, there's talk about, there's a project on Milpa Street. So people want housing, but nobody really wants to say, here's where we want to put it. Everybody agrees that they don't want it in the residential neighborhood, so they don't want to do anything that's going to make those neighborhoods more dense. Recently, SB9 and SB10 passed, which allows, uh, well, they're complicated, but SB9 allows uh, single-family homeowners to split their lot and put up to four units on one lot. So there's a lot of concern about that. Everybody's sort of against that. Um, you know, housing is always a big issue. It's, it's, it's always number one every election season. They all, they're all for it. They all want housing, but where to put it is sort of the, the question. So, you know, they sort of talk about that. 
uh, a little bit, you know, Kathy is seen, Kathy Maria is seen as the most pro-housing candidate. Then you got Deborah Schwartz, who's the most pro-housing candidate. And Would then you, you got say Ram- uh, the distinction also is affordable, uh, subsidized housing versus market rate? Yeah, I mean, everybody wants housing and everybody wants all sort of types of housing. Um, Santa Barbara, of course, would love to build uh, below market affordable housing. And the city housing authority has done a really good job at doing that in specific spots. Um, so what they've tried to do is because developers say they can't really make a lot of money on building below market rental housing. What they've done is try to allow them increased density. So basically affordability by design, smaller units. So therefore uh, they're less expensive theoretically. And then uh, developers are willing to build them because they pencil out. Uh, they are market rate though. So even something that's small is a lot of money in Santa Barbara. Uh, they're, they're talking about uh, a project on Carrillo and Casillo Street right now, which is looking at the missing middle. And so these are people who make $75,000 a year if you're a single person and 90,000 if you're a couple. And so uh, putting price restrictions on how much those could rent for. So there's an issue on location. Um, everybody wants affordable housing. That's not that's not really a debate in Santa Barbara. If you're if you don't want affordable housing in Santa Barbara, you're not a serious candidate. Are any of the candidates running on an explicitly anti-growth platform? No, nobody's running on an anti-growth uh, platform. You, you really can't uh, in Santa Barbara. Um, instead, it's it's sort of where do we want to put it? And so people don't want to put it in the residential neighborhoods. They want to put it downtown. Um, you know, there's talk about, well, what kind of restrictions? The debates in Santa Barbara are how high should we go? It's, it's yes, we want housing, but do we want to go to 60 feet? Do we want to go to 48 feet? Do we want to go to 52 feet? Those are the debates because um, Santa Barbara eternally is also a community that really values its preservation and its views and its quality of life. So the debates in Santa Barbara are about heights and views and location, but everybody really likes, uh, wants housing. The, the thing that there are some conflicts on are homelessness. Um, homelessness, uh, downtown in particular, some of the candidates say, you know, we absolutely have to address this. This is a major problem and this is the single worst thing happening to our community. Whereas others are saying, you know, it's more complex, it's about services, it's about getting them to uh, have support services so that we can pull them off the street, but we can't just go round them up and send them out of the city. So homelessness is more of the divisive issue with some of the candidates wanting to be more firm with that and others wanting to focus on support services and supportive housing. So with this uh, debate about like which areas to build, what is your overall assessment of uh, the citizens of Santa Barbara? How divided are they about like which areas to build? And is there a struggle with elected officials trying to find the right balance, the right balance of appealing to the different factions within their concerns? Yeah. So, so Santa Barbara, uh, you know, the populace, the public, there are people who say, don't build anymore. It's a strain on our resources. It's a strain on our, our environment. Um, If you can't afford to live in Santa Barbara, then you're going to have to live somewhere else. There, there are members of the public who feel that way. The candidates are not running on that platform. Um, the candidates cannot be successful if they run on a, we don't want to build housing in Santa Barbara pl- platform. Um, and then the truth of the matter is uh, the contemporary designs of a lot of the, the plumbing fixtures 
uh, really allow for water efficiency at a greater level than than ever before. So even though there's a you know a new 40 unit project going up in Santa Barbara, it's actually way more environmentally sustainable than some of the older places that you might see in town. So there's nobody who's running on a, a no growth. Uh, uh, no housing platform. You, you, you sort of DOA if you try to do that in Santa Barbara. Is there anything else you'd like to add about the significance of this particular mayoral race compared to those in the past and uh, any other policy differences between the candidates that you want to mention? Yeah, well, I mean, the backdrop of all of this is this is a really uh, unusual election because most of the time incumbent mayors are sort of guaranteed to get reelected. Kathy Murillo has uh, seen her popularity drop in the last four years. And that's not an objective comment. I mean, that's not a subjective commentary. We've seen her lose endorsements. Um, we've seen her not be able to raise as much money as uh, her um, opponent, Randy Rouse. And there's this sort of like gradual um, sort of malaise, you know, about the city and in terms of, wow, the business community is really not liking the mayor. Uh, yes, we had the pandemic, but there hasn't been any leadership there coming from the mayor's office. So Kathy's really in the fight of her life. Um, if she wants to get reelected, she's going to have to uh, do some dramatic things in this last uh, month or so. And uh, she's going to have to raise some money. She's going to have to get out there. She's going to have to make a case for why the last four years are um, were, were good under her leadership. And uh, Randy Rouse is out there trying to make the case saying, hey, we've had a whole lot of problems the last four years with that other mayor. Give somebody else a shot. So I think that's what's really interesting is that um, you've got a, a mayoral incumbent who's who's really facing a challenge of, of of her lifetime and can she rise to the occasion it's going to be really close on election day thanks joshua molina with uh, kcsb news this is robert stark thank you